plastic forks and knives? You, I mean, you can use all kinds of forks and knives. It's, I think her hands are fully capable. It doesn't matter the material, though, right? I just meant for sound Opposable quality. thumbs. She can handle it. That's good. That's good. I yeah. hate to not have thumbs. Well, if what you were you koala, uh, a plug. Huh. Yeah. No. Trust me, I found dozens of things I can shove on my ass. I don't need my thumbs. I was going to yeah. say, that, that, that changes nothing about what we would put up his butt. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just looking around in a circle here. I see a spray bottle. Lots of candles. That, that hanging planter thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. shaped like a Christmas Apple ornament. Bottles. I get nervous about the glass objects. A small child. It well, if it's glass, I thought it was what? like Pyrex or something. No, see, so. you're supposed Don't to put, put yourself up the small child's butt. Right, 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 right. Oh, like that guy in London, right? Yeah. Hey, do you want to play about? gerbil again? I'll be the gerbil this time. Oh, <laughs> man. Armageddon. Let me wrap you in saran wrap so you don't burst. Funniest, uh, funniest joke the other day when it was really hot I heard recently was... Uh, Guy said, I'm sweating like a gerbil in a West Hollywood pet store. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. Disturbing. Wow. It's bad. It was you, pretty funny, though. Yeah, so was, was this a guy at your stores. West Hollywood hot dog stand? Yeah, yeah. No, makes no. sense. Not West Hollywood, Hollywood proper. Anyway, let's start this thing up, huh? I, it's on. We're rolling. Right? Well, I'm saying, oh, let's do our introduction. So okay, so this is Welcome to Three Boring Dudes featuring all three of the boring dudes. No way. I'm Judd. I'm Cody. I'm Barrett. I'm Jessica. She's not a dude, she's my wife. And uh, there's Griffin's here somewhere, little baby Griff. What's up, Bob? Uh, he's just hanging out, smiling, and possibly gassy. He likes know. to chime in with the witticisms from time to time. Uh, you may hear him, you may not. Anyway, uh, Barrett, you're back from a long sojourn in the Andes. Hey, where back the fuck have you been? Playing so uh, I'm a busy guy. I opened up a restaurant. I bought, opened, built, and... I- Restaurant is sort of that, that, that's, a, that's a yeah, it's a big good. place one exchanges money in return for food product that's been cooked. Let's call it a hot dog stand. There Except it's brick no. and mortar. It's not like a stand. It's not a cart. It's a three hundred and fifty square brick, brick and mortar it's location. A, it's a booth. It's, it's a, a meat hole, is what it is. <laughs> wow, that's I'm what just, I'm going to call it now. I'm Barrett's just going there. Hole. Barrett's meat hole. I Boom. still like Barrett's sausage factory. You take your pick, man. Uh, I'm just saying. And with the anyway, November mustache, you're I've opened right up now, a new hot dog and sausage restaurant called Dog E Style. Oh, sell it to us, man. In Hollywood, California, at the Shit. corner of Hollywood and Vine. Product placement. What's it's, it next to? I, why, why would I go there? What is it next to that would draw my attention? It happens to be next to a strip club, which I. Uh, which one? Uh, Deja Vu. The, oh. It used to be The Cave, which was a real classy joint. Ooh, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> Had a 1974 God. picture of some like chick in a bikini on it. Like, Sorry, you want to see a bad strip club during Comic-Con, one of the ones in San Diego renames itself the Sarlacc Pit. Oh, no. Ooh. That's not true, but that'd be awesome. That would be that awesome. Would be really, you yeah. want to see a bad strip club at any time, just head to Jumbo's Clown Room. Yeah. That, okay, it was like Jumbo's, but dirty. <laughs> wow. wow! And if you've been to Jumbo's, you know what that means. Just look it up. The on cave, the, the cave had booths. Had the booths where you put the coin in and the thing slides up. Oh and man! The chick with the the, the, yeah. uh, the three hundred pounder with the C-section scars dancing in front of you, like pulling like, gourds, small gourds out of her twat. Okay, aside from that, that's so, uh, uh, like the, the video for was it True Blue? Right? Now we know. Now we know what to get right? Griff for Christmas. <laughs> a gift certificate yeah, for the it. cave. That's so mean. Therapy. Like wave boobs in front of the baby, and he doesn't get to drink. It's true. Isn't that true for any man? Yeah, it's true. No way. I don't drink <laughs> the boobs. Really? Right? I don't want, you want you silicone drink. in my mouth. Well, I don't get anything out, but I sure try. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yes. The, that's the effort. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, you don't actually have to I, sup. I approve of, of that statement. Gross. Uh, we should start things right off with blender roulette, but we're we're instituting a, a potential rule that may come into play here, which is uh, Barrett. In, in your absence. Cody and I had to drink some pretty foul stuff. When I say Cody and I, I mean I. Yeah, him. Uh, you haven't lost yet? 
No, I watched like the first like, two the weeks. Very first one. Oh, and you yeah. had this really nasty citric citric acid one too. That was horrible. Yeah, something. The lime, pulpy. the limeade one. The, the, the like lime balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the lime, the limey balls. Just yeah. insisted it smelled like balls, and I was like. My balls? Li no, limey balls. And I didn't mean that you kind mean of like, dated in, li in like London. Like British yeah. balls? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Actually, no. Just lime and balls. Like, by the way, did he speak yeah. Patrick Stewart's balls? No. no, he was a Geordie, which is an even more hilarious accent. No, he was just making me. Newcastle. Talk joke. I was there. I was there with you. Thank you. Terrence oh, Stamp balls. Yes, exactly. Tell me about oh, Jenny. Man. Now I have that horrible Katy Perry song stuck in my head. No, Let sorry. me see your no, peacock, no, no. cut, cut, your peacock, cut, cut, cut. 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 That's, a, that's a real song? It's Next a real song. song. You look at the chat roulette version, it's pretty funny. Next I'm really song. glad I've never seen it. Yeah. It, do we need to sing like... our theme song, or are we just going to skip uh, that and okay. go to the point? We could just let that like, be our theme song yeah. today. Okay, fair enough. Let me be your boring dude, dude, no. No, no that's not, it. No. Okay, that was the theme song in Georgia. No, that that was almost Garrison Keillor. Go fuck yourself. Let's All right, let's sing the theme song. Ready? Boring dudes. Boring dudes. Placeholder music. We're so bad we at this. Dude, we did two rounds. I thought we did. No, you did two more. Oh my god, we did it twice. I messed it up last time. Don't feel bad. The whole world messes it up. This is because we don't rehearse. This is all improv. This is live. I'm gonna call Danny Elfman and say, screwed up our. Song to redo it. I concur. <laughs> oh man, our, our scored uh, our scored music was just not quite what it used to be. Spider pig, bitch. Spider pig does whatever a spider pig does. Can he fly? No, he can't. That's he's because he's, he's a pig. pig. Yeah, that's true. All right, we're gonna stop now before we get into copyright infringement territory. <laughs> Too late. We said Danny Elfman, so uh, yeah. it's all you right. You could say a person's name. I don't uh, think so. Not it's Danny copyright. Paula Dean, Richard Pryor, <laughs> Garrison Keillor. Which is three names that we need to explain right uh, now. Dick Butkus. Ha <laughs> ha. Sorry, it's just a funny name. He's a funny name. <laughs> What's uh? Fuck you. What, what, what did he call himself? In, uh... That was a Garrison Keillor award for yeah. <laughs> Should we explain the awards again? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Garrison Keillor's for the most boring award. Sleepy. Or the bad joke. Uh, the Paula Dean Merritt's Paula Dean Merritt Scholarship for Racism. Figured yes. out. So um, we have the Richard Pryor joke, which is the funniest joke of the day, or the. It, whenever you tell a funny joke, you get a point. The funniest dude of the day, yeah, you get the, the Richard Pryor the Richard award. Richard Pryor championship belt yes. for comedy. Richard Pryor cha champion of comedians championship, championship belt. belt. And apparently, we have a new uh, new one, and I'm not familiar. Yeah, with. the Andrew Dice Clay Award for being a sexist asshole. This one, I automatically win this every week. Oh, That's I'm gonna try to fight you for it. Uh, good luck. Good luck. If I ever win that one, someone's allowed to actually punch me. Oh, man, you better win. <laughs> yeah. No one say anything sexist. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right, uh, moving on to Blender. Who, who brought what? Yeah, what what do you got, Judd? All right, let's, let's start off here. So, uh, since we have a... Oh, yeah, we got to explain the rule. So, uh, because you weren't here, mm -hmm. the rule is that for each of us who had to drink in your absence, which is me twice, uh, we get a get-out-of-jail-free card where you drink instead of us if you lose the rule. Right. Our choice, if we use it or not. So if it's not a horrible blender, no. I'll have to use it. So oh, yeah. if anyone misses it, they mean they automatically lose that week? No, no. It no. does mean that, because then in the you future... You automatically lose when I have to drink something I don't want to drink. 
So not only do you lose, you automatically lose whatever the next worst thing is possible. Possibly. <laughs> no, I, I veto this rule. Cody wins, he drinks it. I, you, vote, you, I veto this rule. You also won Garrison Kilo every week because nothing's yeah, going to I can lose. Twice in your absence and you had no chance at it. But I also didn't bring right, anything I, for you to, you to drink. I didn't put anything in there. I didn't have a contribution thing. That's what you didn't get. That's why you're a failure. Right. So uh, how about this? I, I'll lessen it slightly. If I have to drink, I will challenge you to a coin flip. And that I, I get two challenges because I had to drink twice in your absence. What I would, what I would, um, argue is that you guys each have a any week someone's absent, the other two guys get to add an ingredient, and put it in the fridge, and whenever that guy loses next, you add those two ingredients to it. Dude, the the first ingredient we put in the fridge would be three months old. I just want you to know that. Or whatever it would be, like you, you right. could add ingredients. You could the, the, the metaphorical fridge. The, the, we'll add this. What the I'm next saying is like, I, I, so you I, go from three ingredients right. to like seven. There's, there's two you weeks. Know, what we'll I was sorted out if and when I have to drink. In which case, I'll shove this down Barrett's throat because I'm contributing Thanksgiving stuffing in honor of the holiday <laughs> we just had. <laughs> It's gonna be. That's gonna mix up great, no matter what. We're gonna need some water this week. I think. We will will add some water. Cody, what you got? Uh, Let's see. I'm actually a couple of slices of peppered salami. Awesome. That actually goes. That's cool. That's uh, meaty uh, Uh, salami. We're gonna need to add a lot of water. Um, So, in opening doggy style at the corner of Hollywood and Vine, I. our big theme is that we you have a Garrison over Keeler for that. Shameless self promotion. We have over forty different toppings Jesus you can add to your hot dogs. You get two points. Dick. Does he get two points for this? Yeah. Come yeah. on. Oh yeah, just keep over, it over fifteen different sausages to oh, choose from. God. Boom. But I am going to. Have, I now, as a restaurant owner, have a whole bunch of stuff to bring in every week. Maybe next week I'll bring our delicious Maui onion mustard. I'm sorry. I don't know if Maui I mean, even though it is a thing you could eat, I don't think you would just eat what it. You could grill it. Your right. jerk it, sauce. Well, keep going. Fair enough. If, that's yeah, fair. No, that's fair. Condiments count. Condiments okay. count. Yeah, condiments fine. count. Not ingredients do not. Yes. So, like, no more paprika, no more spice, nothing like that. That's, that's, no right. Right. that's an ingredient. Right. So, I have over 15 sausages and 40 toppings I can now bring in and add to our mix. What do so you got this week? He's this week, I brought in our delicious... White bean dill salad. <laughs> very much like potato salad, but made with this white beans. This is going to be like a really very savory, interesting <laughs> yes. blender here. It actually is probably going to be pretty good. That's not bad. It's not bad. We may have. Yeah. Uh, but I would also like you guys all to try this when you when you oh, get that's a pretty good. B- before we put it in the blender. No, no, we'll no put some in the blender. Yeah, put some in the blender and then. All right, let's see what we got. Yeah, it's, it's, the thing about this side is like, I can't I can't get anyone to try it for the first time. It's like really really good, but I was like white bean dill salad. Eh. Nobody knows what white beans are. They're like, beans that are white. Yeah. What, yeah. But what is that? Like, I know what a pinto bean is. It that goes grows on a vine. It comes out of the ground. I'm just saying. This is Los Angeles. Nobody really knows what a white bean is. Are you okay? saying we have nothing <laughs> but brown beaners in LA? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. Boom. Paladin. Yep. Yeah. Paladin. Yeah. Paladin for his first yeah. comment. What? You were okay. saying. We each get yeah. one. You proposed <laughs> it, and I agree. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it on. They don't know what white beans are because you can't refry them. Hey. Okay. In LA. That's me. Why, why do Mexicans eat three fried beans? They well, can't get them right the first time. Oh, um, that's not even funny. Oh, yeah, that's a Garrison Keeler yeah. and a Paula Dean. Jesus well done. Christ. We're just racking up the points today. Good racking time. them up. Do uh, you got enough juice in there? Do you need some water? No, I'm definitely adding water. Okay, yeah. Uh, I feel like I should add more. G- give no, a good spoonful of each. I mean, there's, yes, but there's. Uh, By a spoonful, I mean use a spoon. Richard Pryor, right there. 
Richard Pryor. Bro. It was much funnier because you weren't watching him try and fail to pour it out of the container. Did you see it? It's, it's just trying to I don't have to watch him do it. I live with this man. Yeah. yeah. He's special. We, we, we don't have an award for heroism, but you would get that. Thank you. So. All right. Thank uh, you. Is the stuffing in the other end there? Yeah, the stuffing's in there. Or perhaps just And the taste. salami? Yeah. It just sounds dirty. I hope you have a very powerful blender. Salami's not easy to... I, I hope I do also. Here we go. Turn it up to high. I like that color. Something tells me there's going to be a solid piece of salami sliding about someone's throat. Man, I hope I don't have a tie. I don't want to suck salami down a straw, so... Do you need the spatula? That's been a rule of mine for years, by the way. So. Don't suck salami down a straw. Yeah, just take exactly. it in whole. Just, just take it this in This is mouth. just like my uh, the, the advice that the nurse gave to Griffin in the hospital, which is... Huh. Don't kick yourself in the penis. It's just good advice to live just by. Just overall. Yeah. He's yeah. out. Like, what? Look at that guy. We drug him. Yeah, I was going to say opium in the milk, so. All right. Toss it. Give this, give this a smell. Oh, my God. It's liquid. Sad. <laughs> Sad. Sad potato salad. Mm, yeah, it actually smells good. I I, I drink that. The, 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 you, you the dill. a lot of stuff that else The dill is overpowering. That's what I get. That's a big... What a deal, man. I have a good solution. I have a good solution to um, your failings. The failings. If you don't show up, that means for every week you don't show up, you have to. The guys, uh, anyone who loses, instead of me just doing it, gets another chance for me to roll a die. Okay, so you can re-roll. Like, like you get. Let's say it's and you guys get to pick. Say since you were both here two weeks, so you each get two. Three weeks. Three, three, three podcasts. So you each have three rerolls. You each have three rerolls where you can make me. So I have six due to me, but if you lose, you can make me roll up to three times. Say so it's a really bad one. This is just odor. Like it's not it, initially. It wasn't bad, but Babe. the standing over there is horrible. Babe. Those oh, yeah. uh, those uh, white uh, dill bean salad oh, things uh, <clears throat> are uh, potent. Uh, good lord. The dill. The right. dill is really a strong. Is... Oh wow, that's a nice color. It's a creamy it's white. It looks a lot like the gravy. It almost looks like spooge if you had gangrene of your cock. Oh. I mean, if. <laughs> wow. we got to post all these pictures. I, I've got right. a lot in my phone. I'm going to give a quick pause while I find my dice, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. I totally failed to find dice, so we're using our respective dice rolling apps, because what can roll dice better than a cell phone? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Oh, my God. All right, so we're all going to roll 1d20, one digital d20, and whoever is lowest drinks. Ready? One, two, two three, three, roll. 14. 10. 19. Oh, Cody, 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 Cody. Drink this shit. Hey, no, you can no. make him re-roll. You can make me re-roll, but that's one go. of the three I owe you. Oh, Cody's doing it. Hang on, I got to get a photo. Wow. <clears throat> it smells like potato salad and semen. How do you know what semen smells like? He I went, went to a small college. He went to college. <laughs> Alright, make it happen. I'm trying to think what else it smells like. Nothing, just pain and sadness. <laughs> Not that bad, right? The dill is just overpowered. <laughs> That's probably good. It's probably good. I mean, really, I don't taste yeah. anything else. One taste to rule them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dill is really a very strong... Thing. I mean, it's chunky. We need like one of those ninja system blenders to really get just, this. Just drink the liquid smoke. off the top. 
the way, if you will, of this. <laughs> way. Who made the stuffing? Because it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, the store we bought it from. Yes, oh, this, oh, there's the face. The, the store that my mother got her pre-cooked Thanksgiving dinner from. Found the hatch. Found it, you coward. There you go. There it is. Oh, oh God. And wash it down with some of Old Latrobe's Rolling Rock. That's a great beer. Well done. Good job, dude. I'm impressed. You drank that whole thing. Well, most of it, except for that. Well, the dregs. Scraping. You know, nobody, yeah, nobody now, now that you've drank that, I encourage you both to try my delicious white bean dill salad from Doggy Style Hot Dogs. Dude, it's not going to happen. All right. Sorry. And Barrett, I love you, but if you keep pitching your hot dog sandwich like this, I'm going to throw you off the show. It's just, it's just the first week. That's what I've been doing for the last three weeks. Pitching your hot dog sandwich to us? Yeah, I've been pitching something. I mean, okay, so I listen, I have a review for you. It's not on Yelp yet because I'm an asshole. But uh, I went to Doggy Style three times. Nice. And I, I got to say, pretty good hot dog. The price is okay. You definitely get a quality amount of food. The service from the one Mexican dude who was also the chef was not great. Namely because okay. he kept his back to the door the entire time. He was cooking. He never turned and said, like, hi or anything. Okay. And he was like, what you want? Which is fine. I mean, the hot dog still happened. It was just, you know... You expect more. The service from the dude who's also a bartender somewhere you work with was great. He was okay. a good guy. Uh, but there was another guy there cooking for him, you know. Right. Makes it easier. The, this is going to sound real weird. The credit card system you have is really fun. It, no, it's not. It's a cool... So we use it's something like a, called Square, which is made... Uh, you know Square. It's a thing that you pop inside your cell phone. They came up with a register system that actually hooks into an iPad. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the iPad Final doc. Fantasy 15. Right. The register system. <laughs> By Squaresoft. It looks Yawn. it looks like it was designed by Apple the way it's all pretty and white it is and pretty curvy. Slick. It's it's the it's iPad really, really was slick. designed by Apple, you know that, right? Hmm? The iPad was no, designed the, by the whole base and everything else looks like it was actually part of the iPad series. Like it was like it was made by Apple as mm-hmm. opposed to yeah. a, a aftermarket a third party. Right. But uh, it it sits there, it spins to the guy, and then you fill out your tip and sign it yourself, and then with your finger, with your finger, and then it emails, texts, and or prints up a receipt for you. So it's it's actually kind of cool. It's it's pretty sweet and it's it's very slick. You just touch touch touch, sign with the finger, done. Now hot dog shows up. It's really good. Uh, yeah, and as you know, I, I like the Louisiana hot link. I get grilled onions and then I use uh, the Maui onion mustard you mentioned earlier and the and the barbecue sauce. Yeah, I went yep. once and uh, the, you guys were close enough, but I got to see you and see your your place and and I will go back again to actually eat. Where have you been, Jessica? At some point. Uh Taking care of an infant? I insist you come get a piece of my wiener. I will make that a priority. Wow. You just offered your wiener to my wife. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, fail. fail. And we're that. back from Barrett's epic fail phone call. Oh, my God. The verp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Describe it. Um, it's like what I ate slash drank, but... Uh, Worse. With a little more acidity to it. That's because uh, that's what that needed. Yeah, it's was a exactly. Acidity. Yeah, a little backwash. Yeah. A little. Um, I was acid washed my salami. Flegum. Yep. That, yeah. that explains Flegum. a lot. Flegum. Yeah, I don't know. So, All right, so let's let's get um. So into, we did roulette. Into the meat of the show. Into the meat yeah, of the show. Yeah. Okay. So what were we supposed to do? Oh, we were supposed to watch that TV show Spy. Still haven't done it. Yep, nope. Nope. I was supposed to watch Gravity 3D. I have not been able to. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, fail. I'll get there at some point. Yeah. No. I was supposed to show up to the last three podcasts, but... Big I fail. Didn't. Big fail. Garrison Keeler for that. Boom. 
Is that, Why is that, that a Garrison Keeler? Because it was boring as shit without you. Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks. Yeah, Garrison Keeler for you too, also. Sorry. <laughs> and for you too. So <laughs> everybody the board. gets In fact, more. we'll also give one to Craig. In, uh, he just keeps throwing Garrison Keelers on me for nothing. All right, well, he I has that right because you weren't here. That's angry. That's anger. That's what it is. It's yes. Up. Yeah. You know, it's just because he wants to make love to you. So. Cody's trying to get the Angry Black Man Richard Pryor version award. Yeah. Think the about, didn't we establish before Pryor. we turned on the microphone that I'm the one with the anger issues today? Yeah. True, yeah. you are. But yeah. you've eaten and I have not, except for that slop that I just I don't think drank, that counts as so. eating. more? No. <laughs> got a lot of dill in it. I don't know if you noticed. I noticed. <laughs> got a fair amount of dill. Some beans. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, well, we didn't right. do any well, of our homework. Right. Awesome. Well, hey, I, I bought an Xbox One, which I said I was going to oh, do. That's good. I don't know that wasn't that. homework. That was something you said you were going to do. Well, you know, it's important. Follow through on things. Apparently. Yep, keep your Yeah, I haven't seen the TV since it came out. You've so, seen the TV. So none of us did what we were supposed to do. What do we do instead? Um, bought an Xbox One. Yeah. What if, Would you... Uh, I opened a restaurant, which was fun. I oh, we, uh, went back to Chicago. How was, how was your guys' Thanksgivings? Good. Yeah. We had the midgets first Thanksgiving, so that was exciting. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Cool. We went to San Diego. Cody came here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Took care of their dog and uh, made food for me and my wife and uh, drank myself into a coma. You're a very good nice. man. And it sounds like an awesome Thanksgiving. Yeah. Played some Xbox One. No. 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 Just Xbox 360. Just yeah. you know whatever the hell. You probably I was couldn't playing. figure out how to turn it on. No, I turned it on, but I couldn't figure out how to make it go. I'm like, ah, it's on, but there's no like go button. Oh, you had to set the TV to the Blu-ray player. Input. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. Well, just crazy. Since I've been gone, I've done a whole bunch of fun stuff, and I'm going to go through it. Oh, go um, First yeah. of all, I finished Deep Space Nine. Hooray! I thought the last two seasons were garbage. and Six and seven? Okay. Anything with had to do with Vic Fontaine, I wanted to vomit. Fair enough. It was a, it was a, Every time Vic Fontaine was a character that they brought in who was a Vegas-style lounge singer. 60s. And any time they'd bring him in, it would be a 10-minute montage of all their face reactions yes. to whatever song he happened to be singing at the time. It was just... It, it was like, hey, we don't have enough for a full script to sign. boring. Let's throw in a little Vic Fontaine. Mm-hmm. And everyone just smiling to Vic Fontaine playing. It was... I couldn't believe what a horrible make device up songs? No, no, it was all it was Sinatra mostly. It was all yeah, yeah like, Rat Pack stuff. Jesus. So. Nashville does the same thing. You can tell when they had to cut out too many scenes in the episode because the like thirty second clip of someone singing a new song becomes a five minute music video mm-hmm. of them singing a song. Yeah, that's the worst. And, and you know, maybe it fits in a show like Nashville, but it doesn't fit in a sci fi really. Star Trek type of thing. I, I could I enjoyed uh, probably ten percent. 20% maybe of the Vic Fontaine storylines. Like, it was fine for an episode here or there, you know, but yeah, you're right. They did overuse him and that venue for too many, uh, too many just devices to keep the show going. I totally yeah. agree. Absolutely. It, it, it just really kind of fell down at the, the last Didn't they of ultimately send him through a wormhole because he was annoying the strap, though? No, he was, a, uh, he, was a, he was a hologram. Yeah. Uh-oh. But he was a hologram with feelings. You liked, Did you like the heist episode, at least? Where they uh, they, they have... They the, stole the wormhole? No, no, no. The casino yes. in Vic's Lounge changes because there's a, a surprise program within the program, a jack-in-the-box, that takes it from being this nice, you know, single-owner uh, sort of casino to a mob-run joint that's got strippers and blah, 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 and it just happens like that. Um, and so the gang, the Deep Space Nine crew, has to figure out what happened and how to fix it. So they got to steal from the mob... And frame them so that the higher ups blame 
the middleman, and then the program resets. But it's a big caper kind of episode, and everybody pitches in. And, huh. It, it yeah. was That's it was weird. kind of fun, but it did not fit in Star Trek. It was it, well. I mean, again, that was. And since when does a TV show try to get the strippers to go away? Yeah, yeah really. it was. It was one of these. It, it was one of these things where the Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. I think they were reaching extremely hard for the last. They were out of ideas. You think Deep Space Nine was reaching? Watch any of Voyager. Voyager was awesome. Voyager. Whoa. Voyager was my Voyager, no. Voyager was my favorite. Having watched them all now, oh, Voyager God. was my favorite. Dead Voyager Space, was the worst. It was PC in outer space. It was the worst. Punk of crap ever. PC I mean, in outer space. Yeah, are you kidding me? What Come on. Okay, look, respect to women's rights and equal rights and all that stuff. But between the captain uh, and Belana Torres, they could solve every problem that the fucking crew ran into. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm debating if I should give you a Dice Clay Award for that. Well, Saying I'm, that women no, are no, capable look, of solving every problem. Hey, in, in this show, <laughs> Let's see. in this show, set in the future, the far future, this is what it, what it looked like. Um, you had your plan. You've got the Native American guy who was a terrorist who became a good guy again. You got the he Asian was, guy who's really Oh, it was made in that era where every American. single ensemble cast had one of each ethnicity. Right. Yes. Which exactly. reached its nadir in um, Threat Matrix, where they had a black guy, a white guy, an Asian guy, a Mexican guy, a woman, and a deaf dude. Why did you talk about Threat Matrix? I actually worked on that once upon a time. Crazy. She worked on Good versus Evil. So. Oh, G versus E. Nice. Yes, that was a good show. Good time. I guest starred on I, that. It was I, my first I, guest I star. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. But yes, it was. I Carry mean, on. Voyager was dead in the middle of the '90s political correctness, everything yeah. Yeah. era, and because of that, the stories, the emotion, everything was completely watered down. Yeah. Even after they brought in Seven and Nine in her cat suit where she couldn't breathe. <laughs> With her ginormous boobs. With yeah, her, there's nothing with her, wrong with any of her B cups. All right, respect. Those what? Not... They were enormous. No, no, no those were high. duct tape. Those she was she was tits up. walking around in latex. That's that was her, she was. and she yeah. was yeah. still boring. So I was in elementary school when, I, and I remember learning what um, "built like a brick shit house" meant in relation to Seven of Nine, because someone said it, and I was like, and my dad had to explain. She was. She was. Yeah. Oh, I don't don't get me wrong. Like she was eye candy and fantastic and such, but it didn't change the fact that the nature of the show well, from was completely forward, boring. So from that point I, forward, you didn't watch the show with the volume on. And it was better. It was. Much I couldn't better. I couldn't disagree with you guys more. I mean, what's more boring than a, a goddamn space station? I, I was so disappointed start no, to finish no, with, uh, with Deep Space Nine. I expected it to get better and it just got worse. That's, that's, it, did, it did get worse. That's, uh, season no, you're three both, was like the apex. You're both wrong. When they got the Defiant, <laughs> in, in season three actually, yeah. they, have, they finally have a way to trek into the stars instead of sitting there. Because the first two seasons where they don't have anything to do but stars sit around. Stars sitting around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like star lounge. Star <laughs> you know, They've got the little runabouts to go poke about and when you give them the Defiant and they've got some teeth, they got the cloaking device, they can just go fuck shit up. Oh man, that's that's when the good times start, you know. I will, I will give you the overuse of the Vic Fontaine, especially in the last two seasons. Um... I liked it fine as, just like in uh, in Next Generation, they had recurring holodeck stories, right? They had the Sherlock Holmes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, Barkley. Will Wheaton was around? No. <laughs> what, just in the holodeck? <laughs> no, he was a character. Yeah, he was a character. Mm-hmm. Hey. Remember that when he had a career? No. 
Wow. No, I mean he is now. I mean more than I mean he's been on the guild and he's he's parlayed from his bit player role on that into doing. He's got a uh, an improv group, right? That does a lot of. Uh, Dude, I could give three shits. I'm about just Lord. saying. I, mean, I love yeah, the guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. I he's understand. Very he is sometimes. a great guy. I'm, he does some twittering, which I hear is a thing. Yes. But like, it is so outside of the realm of things I care about. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get that. I'm just saying that Deep Space Nine was better than Voyager. When he showed period. up on uh, the Family Guy, Stewie referred to him as Will Wheaton. That's great. That also, was, I can't respect Voyager for Garrison turning Keeler the Borg Stewie. into pets. They tamed the Borg in that show, and I find that to be Who did crap. they tame? The Borg. The whole when? Borg. Uh, well, they beat them, like, repeatedly, and the Borg were supposed to be the unbeatable race because they would always adapt, and they were always badasses. And Janeway and Torres... Oh, man. Uh, Speaking of things I mm, don't care about... <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll... Um, We're digressing. I'll end now and just say that I like Deep Space Nine better than, uh, than Voyager. There All right, go. there we go. We'll just what else did you do, Barrett? Um, Nobody cares. I'm just kidding. Other than take up 20 minutes of podcast. I, uh, Star Trek. So, I, I bought three things, and I will report on them into the future. First of all, I read two books. A um, a I, read, I read Ender's Game, mm-hmm. which was way, way, way better than the movie, which you would you'd expect... Um, but there were a few things with the movie that I liked that they did. Yeah. But um, if you've read them or seen the movie, it, it's worth it's worth doing both. Um, I read a book called Going Clear, which is a book that came out last year about Scientology, mm-hmm. and it is fascinating. We were talking about um, Blown for Good with my family over the is, is that the one that... Mark uh, Headley wrote, the guy that used to be like one of their chief spokespeople. Yes, they talk about Mark Headley. When did he write that book? Three, four years ago? Okay. It's, yeah. Mark, Mark Ellie's mentioned it through it, and he's researched heavily with the guy who wrote this book. I forgot. He wrote a couple other good books. But is it this, is... Is this written by the guy who worked for the, uh, that paper in St. Petersburg? The one that, like, started digging no, into No, but they mentioned him. This guy was worked for New Yorker magazine. Not the Village Voice. Tony Ortiz is up, up their ass, too. The Village Voice guy. I, I, no, this guy's not a guy who's been up their ass. Let's, oh, let's he, talk about the subject. Sorry? It's, anyway, about Scientology. It is scary. It is it's scary, scary, especially since um, my hot dog place is directly touches the Scientology oh, building. Yes, yes. It is have next they, to three Scientology a, buildings. A personality test? No, they. I mean, they, they haven't they actually test pushed it on me yet. Fittings? But it's 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 incredible the 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 the, the basis Depths. of this relationship yeah. of this religion. You know, I don't really find it any more um, bullshit than. You know, a, a dude who rises from the dead or part seas or anything else. The it's seeing Skyfather. The all, yeah, yeah. These all these who are all these things. Gandalf? <laughs> the invisible oh, most religions in the sky. are, are yes. not any more or less plausible, but this has a level of abuse yeah. and mm-hmm. psychological brainwashing that is. Let's talk about their uh, their facility out in the desert, where if you're bad, they send you out there. And yeah. You. yeah, yeah, gold, yeah. Gold base. Yeah, uh, gold one. I've been there. Really? What? Yeah, buddy. Oh, tell this story. Oh well, once upon a time. How did you happen? Well, I went to I went to an audition. Uh, you know, oh, several years back, there was a lot of golden era production mm-hmm. uh, yeah, things going that's on. That's their Scientology production. Golden era, yeah. and uh, it was t- all over LA casting and actors' access and such. So I went to a couple of them. Um, I got one job uh, as. It, it was it's just background stuff. It was like two hundred fifty bucks for the day, and you had to drive out to Hemet. Mm-hmm. Right out in the, the middle of no and where. Yeah. And it's where butt fucking meets Egypt. Something like that. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I turn left off this side 
country road and again there's nothing out there and uh maybe uh 30 seconds after i turn left this barbed wire fence with razor wire on top starts its long ass multiple acre run um i get to the, the driveway oh yeah no it was it was scary i mean it, it is a compound you know they've got a guard booth at the, the driveway did he have a gun armed yeah i i didn't see you know they talk about this that there's sniper nests up on the what? side of the hill. I didn't see that either. Full camouflage sniper nest up there. Yeah. What? Manned sniper nest at all times. Who would? All right. Let's just say Having hypothetically, you you're you're a sniper. You get out of the military, honorable discharge, twenty years. Here's your pension. Some guy walks up and goes, "Listen, I want to put you in a nest, full camo, overlooking a religious cult's headquarters." We're going to pay you X amount of no, money. No, no, no. So, so his question or her question is, uh, is there dental? I mean, Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. They don't hire people for this. These are the, the people inductees. who join. The inductees. I, you know, I talk to the security guard who stands out in front of the place every day. I'm like, dude, you work a lot. He goes, dude, 7 in the morning till 11 at night, 7 days a week. He works every single day, 16 hours a day. Wow. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. They make you do that? He's like, every single person... Who is mm-hmm. with us? Does that? And, sure. And, and, and I didn't. Way this is before I wage. before I read the book. I'm like, oh, he's like, so. It's, and I, I didn't really want to get into it because he's really nice. He actually, I left some stuff out my side of my restaurant one night. I just forgot about it. The, the floor mats. He took him into his place for sure. him and gave him back to us. Everyone I've met from the religion is incredibly nice, incredibly friendly, and everything mm-hmm. else. And no one's tried to push anything. So they're me. like Mormons. Yeah, exactly. Kind Except Mormons somewhere. who are active. Yeah, Mormons won't assassinate you if you try to leave the cult of Mormonism. No, no, no. Unless you're... Well, if you're anyway, so I, I, I very much enjoyed the book. I recommend it for everybody. Going clear. It, it has a lot of good insight. And it was written from a lot, from, as I understand it, from the reviews of the other books, a lot less hostile a place than a lot of the former members wrote it from. It's much more of an objective, with a lot of fact-checking. So out- outsiders? He's an outsider's view, and he had an army... In, in to avoid lawsuits and such, he had an army of fact checkers, um, and it, it goes through the end, giving credit to everybody. He had the whole New Yorker magazine fact checker staff, and when the New Yorker, it started off as an article that turned into a book. Oh yeah, yeah, that article about Paul Haggis getting out. Yes, Paul Haggis. I read is, that. Paul Haggis is very centered uh, to the story yeah. because Paul Haggis was the one who gave him the most access. Anyway, Going Clear, great book. Um, and the last thing you did. Last thing I did. Get back to me. I forgot. I get stuck on these tangents. Okay. Three months. He doesn't remember. Two, three, read some books. Opened a restaurant. Did some stuff. Oh no! So Steam recently re-released Baldur's Gate, but oh, a new oh. upgraded graphics version of it, and everything else, which I just bought and have started to play. And I can just kiss a thousand hours of my life goodbye. Very yeah. nice. I, I, I did have a thought about the last time you were here. I don't think I was, but you were telling the story about being in France and buying the wrong sort of. Gasoline. Yes. Because gasolet. Gasolet does not mean gasoline. Turned out to be diesel. My guess is that they thought that you were speaking French poorly, and they thought you were saying désolé, which just means like I'm sorry, and they figured that you were just apologizing for being an American. And that's why they all just. Or for speaking it. their language badly. They, they would take that. You would need to apologize. Yeah, désolé, désolé. Like oh, my secret of traveling to France was to yell in German, and they would just give me what I wanted. Throw <laughs> <laughs> up their white hankies and say, "Please, please, take it." I, I will take, accept the laughter, but that was not a joke. That's I know. Literally how no, it worked. Told the story. Scream at them. It's the great. Germans, the Romans. You can. Pretty much pretend to be anybody, right? And they will surrender. Yeah, go France. You know why there's so many trees in Paris? Why so Germans, the Germans like to march in the shade. Harrison <laughs> Keeler. Great. Oh, I like that. no, that's a good joke. Just because like you've it. heard the joke before. Seventeen hundred times. Offsetting jokes. Okay. Do over. Jesus. All right. 
right, so uh, let's see. What did everybody else do? We uh, we painted the house a little bit. I helped a little bit. Only a little bit. You helped painting the house? I helped uh, clean up the paint chips off the ground. Oh, yes. So yes. the dogs would be... I saw your baby doing that, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's awesome. not good. Those are lead. Those are the lead ones. They're fine. Uh, but we... Uh, so the house is now lovely chocolate with a red door and uh, a sort of off-white, slightly, very slightly grayish, pearlish trim. Oyster gray. I've okay. never seen an oyster that was gray, but okay. Uh... And uh, it's it looks good on the one quarter of the house that is painted. Yep. And the rest of the house we're sort of working on slowly. Which is still baby blue, so it looks like we're just completely. I just saw the front. I didn't even go around the back. Yeah. I just oh, thought you had painted the whole thing. Oh, yeah, nope. Negative. Fail. <laughs> no. No. We don't, we don't have enough time to paint the whole thing. It yet. looks great though. And then it rained for a week, so we gotta we yeah. gotta keep working. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, I got an Xbox One, which has great potential and is kind of clunky and hard to use right now. It uh, is really fun to talk to it, though, because it has really weird, you know, the other night when, when he first plugged it in and it wasn't doing what we wanted to, I said, Xbox, what the fuck? And on the thing, it says, watch Fox, question mark. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a little fuzzy. It thinks the I'm going to have way too much fun with that function. It thinks the baby screaming is resume. <laughs> so when the baby screams and you pause <laughs> to go start... take care of the baby, if the baby screams again before you get there, it, it just unpauses your game. That's not cool. No, not at all. <laughs> Apparently, uh, uh, sounds like resume. So, so can you turn off the voice commands? I assume you can. You can, yeah. Uh, but the voice command at the same time, the non-voice interface is so clunky that with the voice without using the voice commands, it's like ten steps to do something. What? With the voice commands, you'd be like Xbox snap party, Xbox unsnap, and you're you've got it. You just made Xbox, a party, and then you snap in Z formation. <laughs> okay. So they call it snapping when it brings on a second program in, the, in sort of a sidebar. Give myself and you a run to it once. for that. Uh, thank you. Done uh, and done. So the, you can you can snap into several different programs, and you're basically doing two things at once. You're playing your game and doing a thing, or you can Skype and watch TV or whatever, right? Um, but the doing that with the controller is like ten button clicks, and you have to know where you're going. It's not intuitive at all. Break Very pain in the ass. You can clicking. just say do the thing so it's extremely convenient in that regard so you don't want to turn it off but uh, it's frustrating my buddy and I were talking about while playing the game we're talking about how frustrating it is to use the Xbox and every time we said oh yeah the goddamn Xbox it would be like doo doo <laughs> and then the next words you said it would try to interpret as a command which like I was saying wouldn't it be great if you could name your Xbox something like uh, I don't know Dick or whatever yeah. yeah exactly so you don't have to talk about your you Xbox you probably can I would name mine like shit for brands sure like, yeah. shit for brands right? yes would you like to play a game it's like the dog and the jerk would you, you like to shithead? funny I just recorded the jerk the other night I have not watched it but. it's a good, great movie, good movie. recommend it for anybody who hasn't seen it or heard of it it is so classic good. Steve Martin at his funniest by far it's his funniest movie as Steve Martin being Steve Martin. Bernadette Peters just being awesome. Fantastic. Get around to it. Uh, so, so that's what we did. We went to San Diego for Thanksgiving. It was cool. The the in-laws. Mm. Yeah. And whatnot. I guess they're your actual laws. They are, in fact. And well, me, one of them is. They're my in-laws. For one of them, I'm only related to him. That's true. Because there's a legal document involved. I have an in-law and a step-in-law. Step-in-law, yeah. Like Steppenwolf. Almost. That'd be sweet. Wow. Kind of. Yeah, kind of, sort of. What do you do, Cody? Nothing. All right, that was good. Okay. That was a good segment. Yeah. Uh, video games you've been playing? I've been playing Call of Duty Ghost like a motherfucker. Uh, what, the Xbox One version, right? Yep. Yeah, Which is only very slightly different from the Xbox 360 version. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking about buying one or the other, buy a 360 version that has 200,000 people playing it daily instead of the Xbox One version that has 30,000 people playing it daily. The most frustrating part is not being able to find a game. 
which is crazy for a launch title. Like, I can't, I want to play a game. They have 20 different game modes. They need to just chop the list in half. Just not give us every possible game mode all the time so Mm -hmm. that people are in more games of a single game mode and you can actually get matched into a game. Gotcha. Very frustrating. If you want to play one of the less popular games to check it out, you can't. Good luck. Um, Yeah, that's... that's the, the, The PC version... Of these games, you actually get to pick your server, and it tells you how many people are on the server. At High time. population and yeah. so forth. Yeah. The consoles all use the uh, proprietary matching service of either PlayStation Network or, or Xbox Live. Gotcha. And uh, and use that to match. And it, listen, it, I get a good ping. I'm able to kill guys. I don't feel like I'm lagging too hard very often. Um, it's uh, it's pretty solid connection. The problem is when there's only three games. Like, the do you end up getting of, lumped know, into a less solid connection game if you are you end up getting I have never been lumped into a bad connection game I have not been allowed to join any games because connection is not solid I'm assuming because they were they were all full gotcha Um, and not because of the connection but it's you know and that's only happened a couple of times like late at night where you know for me it's like midnight which means 3am on the east coast you know and I'm like trying to get a game and it's like Trying to join game one of three, and I'm just like, Jesus, really? There's Can you uh, join up with like Oceania, with like Australia, New Zealand, and such? That would be, you know, yes, 17 hours ahead. If anyone there owned an Xbox One. That's true, they don't have it. This is the problem. The problem is not that the server can't connect me to them. The problem There's is that there enough. are only 30,000 people at the peak playing this game. In contrast, the week before, if I went on Call of Duty Black Ops 2, mm-hmm. after Ghost came out on the Xbox 360, there were 50,000 people playing that. Gotcha. Wow. So, like, ridiculous. People need to buy Xboxes and get Call of Duty for it. Make it so, people, so we can play some games. It's fun. There's no there's no slowdown. The 60 frames a second is totally sweet. Uh, it feels very responsive. I like the maps. A lot of people I've been talking to have been complaining initially about them being a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're only a little bigger, if at all. And if anything, I'll say they're better in that instead of having just... The, the maps from uh, Black Ops 2 only ever had at most three paths through the level, if not just one. But usually there's a central path and then two side paths. Very straightforward. Every level is like that. Ghosts has a myriad of paths. All mm-hmm. the different buildings and stuff are connected. There's second and third stories, which is a thing almost never done in Black Ops 2. Mm-hmm. It's way better map design, way more interesting. What are you doing? You guys are talking video games. I'm going to my happy place and fixing a pair of shoes. All right. So be it. Um, so uh, if you hear random scissors sounds, that's my wife fixing her pair of shoes. Uh, and if you hear Griffin making racist jokes, that's because he wants to earn the Paul Dean Award. You can give him a Paul Dean point. He's trying pretty hard. Yeah. That was, that was rude, Griffin. I definitely heard Spick in there, so. Wow. <laughs> I did. Griffin. I did. Uh, give yourself both a Paul Dean and a Richard Pryor for that. Griffin. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so I, I like it. The the Xbox One has clearly not been adapted. I think everything will change once Titanfall comes out. Well, that's that's kind of the killer app that everyone's waiting for. Rise sucks balls. I, I saw it down. Yeah, like it's a Roman terrible. Roman. And the graphics centurion. are good, but the gameplay is like press X, but, then but press A. How 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 typical is this of uh, like any major new system release? I did not have, buy an Xbox 360 until it had been out for two years. Yeah, I think mine was three. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, if it's Microsoft, if it's PlayStation, if it's a Nintendo thing, whatever. If it's Obamacare. You no, know, Obamacare. Yeah, you only wow. have like good. three things to do when it's first released, right? If it's uh, Assassin's Creed, if it's Ghosts, or whatever. Um, 
and you really have to wait for Microsoft PlayStation, whoever, to work out the kinks to get more third-party stuff in, or even, you know, yeah. they, they company-owned make... shit out before it's actually up and running and good. And they clearly need to make some hardware fixes, or software fixes. The hardware has potential. Like, I've been using the fitness app on the Xbox One. It's free with the Xbox One. That thing's great. It's really fun. The re- it's responsive when you're doing jumping jacks or whatever. It shows your little, an avatar of you doing jumping jacks and shows you which muscles are working, and it can measure your heart rate, cool. allegedly. Uh, so that's pretty sweet. You like, can measure it. Just by looking at you, you can measure your heart rate? Yes. That's freaking scary. It's creepy. It measures, like, the flush in your cheeks or something. So wow. if, you get, if you get a boner, does it measure that, too? <laughs> Have you tried? It has. Let's uh, try. It's uh, let's me- go try. Let's go try. Right? It's, it's, it's measured it. I do. I, I am tempted. All right, there's all these rumors that the Xbox One can see through your clothes, which is patently false. Um, but... I kind of want to make a video on YouTube that says the ex- proof the Xbox One can see your penis, and it's just a shot of me whipping out my dick. <laughs> and I think shot that would from be the Xbox One. Yeah, just shot from the perspective of the Xbox One, right? <laughs> and then I just think that would be really funny. I, I think it would be too for, for many reasons. By the way, is Titanfall coming out for PC? I believe it is Xbox only. Okay, it may also go to PC. It's not going to PlayStation. It looks great. That it's game it's, looks it's so a first-person shooter where you jump in and out of mechs, right? Yes, and it's always multiplayer. So they, they have like a campaign mode, but the way they've done it is they've taken multiplayer maps or, and missions in those maps mm-hmm. and strung them together. So you wanna, if you want to win as Faction A, you have to complete maps A, B, C, D, E, F, G in that order and all the objectives. And if you lose one, it goes to a different scenario, right? And so players from Faction B will be playing through their campaign and you'll just kind of meet crossways. It fills in bots if there's not enough players. There's always some bots, so there's going to be like, I'm going to say 10 players a team. I'm just making this up. And then there'll be 10 bots per team also. Okay. So there's a ton of people that you can shoot, you know. That's really bright. The sun's behind you, baby. I've always wanted in a video game, I've wanted a persistent world where what happens out there actually changes what happens. There was was a World War II uh, experiment with that from what I heard. Where they had World War II with the Nazis in, in did Europe. some shit to see if the no. Jews would just stay dead. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. Yeah, it didn't work. Oh man. Um, obviously. Hey, babe, the sun is directly behind you. No, you can't with yeah, the light there. You can't sun. take oh, a photo. We're trying to take a picture of these golden sparkly shoes Jessica has, but uh, I don't know if it's going to work. Ooh, that's pretty good. Oh, sun flare right, and heel. Jesus Christ. Let's interrupt the podcast for a photograph. Yeah, photo op. Um, it's important. But I was saying, there was a persistent world game, and I forgot what it was called, but it was a uh, um, World War II game where the, the battlefronts actually moved. It was a whole... Oh, interesting. But from what I heard, you would... Because it was kind of like life-size. Yeah. You would have to run for an hour sometimes to find a fight. No, 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 no. I think that was called World of Warcraft. It was, oh, wow. Uh, imagine if World of Warcraft, though, had been where... Fun. Zones actually, they did a little World bit of, of that with the oh, battlegrounds. So, so this is a thing that several games were supposed to do, right? Like, uh, so World of Warcraft in its original conception, there was supposed to be one player who was like the the battlefield commander, mm-hmm. who would have an overview of the map, like Warcraft Three. Okay. And he would see all the other players and would tell them, "Hey, there's guys over here. Go that way." And he would issue. So he'd be the manager, essentially. Yeah, and the players, it was up to them if they wanted to follow his orders or not. Sure. But he would direct troops, and if everybody followed the orders, allegedly you would win. The satellite, I am the um, sky. Yeah. But but that obviously never happened, and it would also have like building construction and stuff like that. You have to gather resources and take it back and build so you could gear your your guys up better. And that's Battlefield that actually has that. So so well, like, hang on, I'm not done. I know, but I want to interrupt. I know, but no. <laughs> But I want to. 
All right, quick, because I have several more games. So you'd have one player as the real-time strategy person. Yeah, and then there, everybody else would be in the game, being the yes, the yes. tanks or the, yes. the infantry and then, and, or whatever. And Barrett's right. The new battlefield does have that. A guy on his iPad can well, he doesn't really. He can sort of alert you to like there's guys generally over there, but he can call in missile strikes and stuff like Calls that. Calls in missile strikes. Uh, right, right, right. If you're or you actually are in contact with all the the squad commanders, mm-hmm. yeah. and you can tell them take this, and they can accept or turn down the orders. And then they'll tell their squad. So you actually says this is the objective. You can also do cool things like take one of the enemy players and make him a high priority objective, mm-hmm. and it makes everybody on the screen be able to see him all the time. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. So it, like it lights him up, or it could be a tank, this or it could a, be a chopper. There's Battlefield. a Battlefield Four. Yeah. So there's a new Tom Clancy game also called The Division that has that where the iPad player can come in and he flies a remote camera around the game world, and he can scout ahead and like tell you, you know, like via. You know, voice, I, I think I saw. Hey, there's guys that. behind this building or something that game's not coming out for a while yeah yeah but it was it's a tom clancy yeah it's after like a fall like a, it's a post-apocalyptic one right sort of the government's collapsed and like sleeper units of the u.s government have been reestablished in order to try to bring back uh order mm-hmm. and you're one of those sleeper units and there's other sleeper units you're competing for with resources and you don't know if they're u.s government or like russian spies or whatever there's and really I, good I think everyone is u.s government but you you don't know air quotes you know, who they are. Anyway, so other games with Persistent World, before we get into to games that aren't out yet and how they're supposed to be. Uh, Halo, originally, was supposed to be a series of interconnected servers where each server had an entrance on north and south and the east-west were exits because it was a ring world, right? And so anyone hosting a server would just plug you into this loop of servers. And when you spawned in, it would spawn you at your base or whatever is supposed to have seamless server transferring and you would just gear up you'd just be a guy and you'd be like okay I want to be a guy who flies a jet so you would just get in the jet and take off or you'd be like I want a guy who's a sniper so you'd get the sniper rifle and go get in the jeep whatever then you would travel to the battlefront and you would fight on this loop there, so there's always two fronts you know aliens versus humans and you would try to fight to take control of that server and then it would move the battlefront to the next server in line that's the original design concept for the game. It sounded super cool. If you want, if you go way, way back and watch the original Halo like trailers, mm-hmm. you can see that like guys jump off a jeep and in guns, and the aliens like surrender and things like that. Hmm. Stuff that's just not in the game. Totally different game. Oh, yeah. But that's that's what it was supposed to be originally. Uh, so so interesting. Like people have tried this. Planetfall was supposed to be like that, and they all gave up on on persistent world stuff. So uh, people have tried to do it, and Persistent World is just very hard to do, especially with a real-sized world. If you don't have millions of people playing, it's very hard to get them all into a single battle world. And as you saw with World of Warcraft, even with 2,000 people on a server, they'll all go to the same area, and the system crashes. For true. Did they push that open? Yeah, for the third time. We have a couple of velociraptors here at the house today, the dogs, have figured out how to open the front door. That's so, not uh, good. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it depends on your point of view. It's not good here. for you guys. It's not good. <laughs> you know, so that sucks. But well, uh, we didn't lock the door or close it all the way. As for the advancement of canines, it's pretty impressive. The doorknob was locked. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I'm pretty not sure. Since she got in. Can you take a pause? Because i got to go to the bathroom. All right, we're taking a potty break. We can. All right, Anytime and we're back. Break. Cody's done draining the weasel. The weasel. One, one last thing on games, uh, as far as ones I've been playing. I'm still on Path of Exile. Great game. Great. 
And uh, better than Diablo three. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen it since the the new class was invented? I have not played it. I've tried several times to play it, and I keep disconnecting horribly. It's uh, it's now got a new class, the Scion, which is you have to beat the game to be able to unlock it. Hmm. Uh, you, you play with a very tiny car. Yes. 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 But it's kind of a mixture of all classes. You can go any direction. It's underpowered, but cool looking. Yes. It's not underpowered. There's some cool stuff oh, the, at the beginning. The, the car. Oh. Well, Scion is a little underpowered, too. So, oh, really? In the game. But huh. at first... But she has access to anything, right? Like, she's a jack-of-all-trades. So. Yeah, kind of. So there's And there's some new skills that actually play to that. So That's cool. It's a great game. I recommend it for everybody. It really is a fantastic game. Those guys have done a good job, and if you have extra money, kick them ten bucks, you know? No, it's free. It's free to download, free to play, and all the um, transactions you make with the microtransactions, none of them actually make you a better game player or anything. It's all just cosmetic. Yeah, well, I, small caveat to that: if you give them a thousand bucks, you can change the game in any way you so choose. So, choose. so if you're like, they need wolves in this zone, they'll just add wolves. <laughs> uh, one guy added a, a legendary sword you can find that's a talking sword. So, like, if you use it, it talks to you. Is this like and the singing sword from Roger Rabbit, where you pull it out and it starts to croon? No, no, <laughs> this is. It, it's like a wizard who trapped his soul in a sword, and it has like a whole backstory, and it's expressly not super annoying. I like my idea better. Yeah, well, Ditto. I, yeah. Go play Diablo three, which has the pants that make you fart. We never found those. Yeah, I did go to the secret unicorn level. The that was shittiest. Awesome. I, the pants that make the you way fart. they crapped up the Diablo series with Diablo three just blows my mind. And my friend was trying to convince me to buy the expansion that's coming out. It's cool. What? And they not for a million dollars. That's not true. I would totally buy it if you gave me a million dollars to buy it. Um, because really, you'd just be giving me nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred fifty dollars. But uh, wait, it's fifty dollars. Yeah. For the oh, expansion? Yeah. Fuck that. Do you get a hand job with that? No. You, you <laughs> Do get, you get a hat? You get you fucked get in the wallet. He's well. Listen, Blizzard is taking a major shit in terms of the quality of their video games. I concur. Ever since, <laughs> I'm going to say World Activision. of Warcraft's third expansion. Yeah, since the merger with Activision. Activision the they said uh, Activision won't, won't ruin us. Wrong, it did. Rath, yeah. Rath, uh, Lich King? Yeah, Lich King. Yeah. And, that was the uh, last one you played, right? Was Lich King? No, I, I played uh, you Capitalism. You played Pandaria. You didn't play Cataclysm at I did not play You didn't play Cataclysm at all. No, I, I played it, but I didn't play the first. <laughs> Once they released the new raids, I stopped playing. So I, I played the initial, like, the vanilla Cataclysm, but not the second the second tier raids. I Vanillaclysm? Yeah, Vanillaclysm. Uh, all right, so what was that thing I was just about to talk about? That when we were like saving for the podcast, there was a funny thing. Uh, it was there was a gonna be a fucking awesome. I can't remember. Game. A new card game that you saw. A new card game. Evil, oh evil yeah. Something. Evil oh man. Okay. Fish. Yeah. All right. So we're. I think we're pretty much done with things we were supposed to do and what we didn't say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to fucking awesome. Or sorry, cool stuff this weekend. Nobody knows. No. Uh, fucking awesome. Right. No one has cool stuff this weekend. We need to talk about. Quickly. I just have stuff I watched that I want to share. All right. So we'll it. talk about that. On fucking awesome. Uh, there's a card game on Kickstarter. I, I'm pretty sure the Kickstarter time period for this has expired, but it's called Evil Baby Orphanage. It's a it's like a board game, I guess. Sold with cards. The premise is you are a time traveling orphanage director who is trying to get the most evil babies in your orphanage, uh, kidnap them from time, and then teach them to be good. So like you go get evil baby, baby Hitler. Hitler, evil baby Genghis Khan. Evil baby at George W. Bush. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure he's in there. Um, Dick Cheney. For sorry, sure. H H W. Evil baby Lee Harvey Oswald, and you you get them and you put them in your orphanage, and then you have to like teach them a life of good while at the same time sabotaging the other evil baby orphanages who are competing with you. 
Because if you demonstrate that you're the one who can reform the most evil babies, you get all the work in the time-traveling baby, baby orphanage business. Okay. So what? I'm trying to rehab baby Hitler at the same time that I'm trying to get your baby Idi Amin to be extra evil. Yes. Okay. That's pretty funny. That's right? messed it up. Sounds I like good. It. Do you, do you remember when games Eagle were simple, like Life so and Yahtzee and shit? Shoots yeah. and Letters. <laughs> on an interesting note, I just read a really interesting article on Genghis Khan. Bullshit. As him being the most prolific um, uh, progenitor. progenitor in the history of mankind. Oh, yeah. oh how many kids he had? Oh, he was a fucking machine? Well, it was a, he, everywhere he went, he raped and had children with every single person he conquered. They, they think there there's, there's more people who have his paternal gene, whatever gene marker they have, than anybody else in the world. He was also such a badass. Wow. He had kids with the dudes he raped. Yeah. Wow. Like, that's, that's something. That's Hardcore. Something. Chuck Norris is a direct descendant. <laughs> 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 uh, that's that's a prior. Yeah. That was funny. That's terrible. Uh, which that one? Yeah. Prior. Rape. So that's, so. A, that's a thing that's awesome. Anything else fucking awesome? We've been watching Masters of Sex, which is really good. It's really good. It's got some, some boobies. and uh, HBO or something? No, Showtime. Showtime. Okay. Got, got some boobies, mm-hmm. which is okay, but it's actually got excellent acting. It's an interesting storyline. Yeah. The the lead actor and actress are very interesting. Yeah. Lead actress, like, the guy who always plays Tony Blair. Michael Sheen. Yeah. 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 Except he's playing. <laughs> the guy who always plays Tony. He's Blair. been in the. No, I know. It's really funny, but they look a no, lot he's, like. He's good. He uh, he also. Uh, he's shorter. He, I'm pretty sure he was also the blonde detective on the bridge. Nope. No. No. I'm, no. His character is, has. Oh, Diane Kruger. No, I just yeah. didn't watch the bridge. Uh, yeah, it's, the bridge is terrible. Yeah. Uh, started strong. And the, the after, after episode three, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So I have something for fucking awesome. Yeah. So I have been apparently, um, well, not apparently. I have been um, mildly stalking Cody. Bah! Every time I drive past the dog. Oh, park. that's a good story. So what? How it started is, in order for me to go from my house to the studio where I teach at, I drive past our dog park where. Judd and I originally met Cody and his lovely wife and their dog, Monty. Bizarre. Um, and the first time that I spotted you there, I actually, I take slightly different routes going and coming because of the, some one-way streets that get involved, so. But I, I take different routes when I go and come also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I only come in the toilet. So I'm sitting at a red light waiting to turn, and I'm, I'm facing, I'm just going to keep talking. I'm facing the dog park. I'm the first car there, and Cody is right in front of me. So I have time to process this as the light waits to turn green, and I think, oh, hey, it's Cody and Monty. I'm going to yell something hilarious. So I roll down my passenger side window, and as the light turns green and I'm going around the corner, I yell, Monty! A very Captain Caveman-esque. Apparently it was not an intelligible English word, but Cody suddenly is just looking around like there's, you know, Flies buzzing around his head. Look terribly confused. And so I found... Captain Caveman is a reference most of us don't get. That's fine. I got it. Thank you. So I decided this is hysterical. And now any time I am driving past the dog park, I look for Cody. But I often, unless I stop at the red light, by the time I see him, I'm already past the park. So I text him, Hello! Um, and he's let me know through Chad that it's mildly creepy. That's <laughs> all so that, that yeah. <laughs> he looks around and you are nowhere to be nowhere seen. To be seen. It's, been happening, it's been at least three minutes hence yes. you know, that I get yeah. the text. So. So, so, but I, I was explaining to Chad that I have done something similar but much worse to somebody. Um, <laughs> this guy that I used to date who lives up in um, near San Francisco in this little town called Petaluma. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I happen to... I'm a talk radio addict, and there's this guy who does a technology show that broadcasts from Petaluma. Mm. 
And so he was talking one day about how in his town, um, you know, which is, was a, uh, an old dairy farming community, they have this once a year, this <laughs> festival and parade, they call it... The, Griffin, that is so racist. Paula Dean for Griffin. Yeah. God damn it, stop They call it the butter and eggs Why festival. does he hate the porch monkeys? I know. Wow. So, so they call this, this festival the butter and eggs festival. And I was like, oh, that's such a random thing to know about Petaluma. So I shot a, a text to my ex-boyfriend that said, hey, are you at the Butter and Eggs Festival? And he texts back, how did you know? To which wow. he said. To which I replied, turn around. <laughs> he didn't text me back anymore after that. So I could be way more creepy, is all I'm saying. Well, I can only imagine this poor bastard <laughs> at this Butter and Eggs Festival in Petaluma, which I've been to. Not the festival. Have you? No, just Petaluma, oh, Petaluma. The city. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's simple folk up there. They are. So, <laughs> this guy just, like, keeps turning around 360 <laughs> degrees for, like, an hour. Like, where the hell is she? Where God is, damn it. Where is you that know? creepy ex-girlfriend of mine? Because you could be in some kind of sniper nest, and I he could, would yeah. never know. By dressed, the way, you smell great. I could be dressed as a cow. Oh, I could have made it so much worse. You're what right. Is, what is that manure? Mm. Mm. Do me a favor and stop moving. Thanks. <laughs> Stand still, would you? Your, your butt looks really nice. God damn it. Yeah, anyway. stop moving. Can you tell the people on your right to get out of the way? <laughs> tell everyone to your right to duck for a minute. <laughs> this sounds like an awesome field trip we should do. I need you to yell the word gun really loud. And then run. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, Good times. Run, preferably in a straight line. Hey, you're not at the presidential nominating convention, are you? Duck. <laughs> I would leave if I were you. We gotta make friends with somebody who goes to the presidential nominating convention so we can do that. Wow. Yeah. Good times. Good times. All right. Well, so, I'm glad to know I'm not the uh, most freaked out person that you speak to via text. No, so, no, no, not by a long shot. Uh, so, what did you read this week other than her tag, or what did you watch three. this week? Um, the, uh, my wife. I watched her chest. What? Watched uh, all three seasons of Raising Hope. Oh. This week? In the last. Three weeks or so. Jesus, that has been three weeks. Well, my my, my wife's been holed up doing uh, sewing crap, and you know we got to watch stuff while she's sewing, kind of in the background, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's from the same people that did My Name Is Earl, uh, Greg Garcia and Company. Uh, okay. Uh, it's on Fox. Is that the one that Martha Plimpton is on? Martha Plimpton is yeah. in it uh, from the Goonies, as I recall. Yes. Uh, wow. Yeah. Many other fine Gar- films. Garrett Dillahunt, who oh, was yeah. on uh, Deadwood, he was uh, Mr. W. I believe, okay. uh, for a couple seasons. Yeah. Did uh, you know who else he was in Deadwood? He was he was Jack, right? He's the guy that killed uh, Wild, uh, Bill, Wild Bill. Dude, right. he killed him, and then the next season they bring him back as a different character. But he had, was... he had a beard, so it was <laughs> yeah, an like, entirely oh, different person. I was oh, no, so weird. Why would no they do that? I'm like, I won't notice that you're using the exact same actor three episodes later for a completely different part. Totally. There's no other actor to be found. Spoilers, okay. That is so ridiculous. Season one of Deadwood. Um, you guys watch it? Do you want I've to know? I've seen it. No, I haven't seen it, but, okay. I, but I generally know the plot. Anyhow, this actor winds up killing Wild Bill, and then a few episodes after that, he gets caught by Wild Bill's friends who, you know, kick the shit out of him and kill the fuck out of him. And so, and that was towards the end of season one. Season two comes in, and we start having, um, who was it, Hurst? Right? Yeah, William Randolph Hurst. William no. right? It was Devin Hurst. Devin Hurst. We ran yeah, out. It was a it was Not a first, it was, like, it was a, it was like gold mining. Hearst. Gold mining Hearst. Yeah, yeah well, we ran the first. That's right. The mining drill bit. And then that's why he got rich because he invented the drill bit that is still used today in mining operations. There you go. Okay. So that was played by Major Dad. Who was Cheryl awesome. McCraney. There you go. 
That was wow. Clint Hurst. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. So uh, this the actor that played the guy that killed Wild Bill, Garrett Dillahunt, comes back in season two as William Randolph Hearst's foreman. Like I, he's going forth and he's scouting out the area and so The one forth. who decides what to stab with the drill Exactly, yeah. so to speak. And he's got a thing for a horse. It's awesome. Anyhow, there were a horse on that show. Now he's playing the dumb redneck dad on, on Raising Hope and it's hilarious. I mean, it's... If you don't like, are the, they going to kill him off and have him come back as the the probably, stupid hot dog stand owner? Probably. The the only episode I really want to talk about was the season finale of season three. Now season four just started up like three weeks ago, but the season three finale, um, <laughs> Bert, played by Garrett Dillahunt, finds out that he's Jewish because his mom and his dad, played by Lee fucking Majors, okay, nice. finds out that his mom was Jewish through family records and whatever. Through so shenanigans she, and hygiene. Exactly. Yeah. So so she wants him uh, to get mitzvah to become a man, right? And yada yada. They, because he had his bris yet? Because that'll be a funny episode. No, no, they did, they just skipped the bris, you know, but uh, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell people what the bris is? Because I mean, they cut off part of your penis. There it's you the, go. Circ- the, the circumcision and the party that happens around it. God God wants you to cut off part of your penis. The, the series, the season finale was a musical. So there are three or four songs about being Jewish that are fucking awesome. There's one where he goes into the deli to figure out just what, what does it mean to be a Jew, and everybody breaks out into song and dance. It's like Fiddler on the Roof. I like it's it. fantastic. That is a lot of what it means to be a Jew. Is you have to like music you got to know how to sing and dance, right? And the brisket is involved. The last one, and mm-hmm. I encourage that's everybody that's listening, that's the good including part. Judd's mom. What's her name again? Susan. Susan, please tune in and listen. Look this up. You have to look up this video. Is called "I'm Gonna Rock the Torah." And it's done in the style of like uh, Bruce Springsteen '80s glam rock sort of video, and it's all about being able to read the Torah on your mitzvah nice. and so forth. It's fantastic. By the way, which reminds um, me, I was fact checking uh, our things. Yeah. William Randolph Hearst is son of George Hearst. The, the, George Hearst was the character. George Hearst was the George first. Hearst is the character. In the show. He was, George Hearst was the guy. The the, the Gerald McGrady. Gerald, uh, yes, the, the guy? George Hurst was the gold owner, gold mine owner. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And William Randolph Hurst was his son. Gotcha. So uh, something else we did that was fucking awesome is we we uh, serial watched every single one of the true facts about oh, animal yes. videos on YouTube. Awesome. Yes. Uh, what was the most interesting fact? See, uh, true facts about the mantis. This made me snort beer out my nose when it happened. Granted, I was several beers deep, and this is like the ninth video we watched. The mantis looks like something one of your ni- something that happened when one of your nightmares farted too aggressively. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, no. it's just uphill from there. Yeah. It's so good. And then there's the uh, the tapir penis, which unfurls like one of those birthday. Oh, it fucking rests on the ground while the yeah. tapir's standing, and then it comes up and it has like a chompy mouth. No. Yeah. And then it goes down again. It's like Which the thing inside the alien's mouth that comes out that has an it's head mouth. It looks like a left. It's like one of those spare parts looking animals. Yeah, it's like an it's elephant like an ant- schnoz on a pig an body. And a pig body. Okay. Yeah. A- and a penis that is literally four feet long. And you would, uh, You'd recognize it if you saw it. You know. The penis? Yeah. Maybe. What kind of penis does it taste like? Uh, like, yeah. like your Okay, so the, the true facts about Frat the duck hole. features the duck penis, which is explosively corkscrew shaped. 
Yes. It, uh, it, in the space of about four seconds, it elongates to ten plus inches in a corkscrew fashion. Some of them have barbs for scrubbing the semen of other rival ducks off of the inside of the vagina. The vagina of the duck screws in the other direction, so it's really hard to impregnate a duck woman. There's also because dead the ends. ducks are a little bit rapey. Yeah, and there's also dead ends in the female duck anatomy to try and trick the yeah. sperm. I'm gonna be honest. If female human anatomy was the same, I don't think guys would care at all. No. <laughs> Just no protection whatsoever. It wouldn't matter. You could raw dog it all day, but who cares? Yep. Make a one in ten shot. I'm I could finally make that, that uh, conversion from like having sex with my girlfriend to just jerking off all the time. How <laughs> <laughs> would you jerk off with a corkscrewed cock, though? I mean, carefully. Well, Apparently, you get a spiral-shaped glass object and stick it against you because that's what they do in slow motion in this video, and you get to see the penis go and then punch through. It's like a silly part straw. Of the glass object. The dick just moves through. It is Next ridiculous. Subject. Next right. subject. Definitely so, check that out. I also oh. saw Thor 2. All right. Good turn. How was that? Uh, okay. okay. Better or worse than Thor 1? Ish. Better or worse than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Ish. Because, wow. well, it's funny you mentioned Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. getting better. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. getting better because it tied into Thor 2. Oh, interesting. Hmm. One episode. One episode tied into it. And even, even if it didn't, even if it just, if Thor 2 hadn't come out, but they had alluded to these... Other events that were going on. Uh, it was just a really well done episode. It was about two weeks ago called The Well. Um, there was just, there was, there's more going on. You know, it just, it, it was directed better. The, the pace was better. We just watched the one before that, and, and that was the one with Where they the, start uh, giving character to everyone. The floating electrical people. Oh, yeah. But they, the characters started to um, relate to one another, mm-hmm. which I thought shouldn't have taken six episodes but see, to do. But it, it, we were talking Four, about, but okay. We're, we're, we were talking about Deep Space Nine and Voyager and whatever, and, and this relates to S.H.I.E.L.D. in that you're, you're dealing with a 22-episode-ish series, and it's too much. It's too much nowadays, in my, in my opinion. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D., if you cut the first, you know, six episodes and you still had 16 to go... I might be on board if well, you had started I, with one that was good. Here's what I'm going to say. Something that in. all of television should have learned from Lost, other than don't write episodes that are stupid. Stop fucking around. Is, well, no. You don't need to give the backstory to every character in the first episode. You can give that later. You need interesting characters. And you need to know that they have a backstory before they show up on screen. Right. Lost did a brilliant job of making all of the characters progressively more interesting by doing these flashbacks <laughs> right. to stuff that's going on in their life. Oh my god, Griffin's so racist. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Just because that one white guy's with a black hey, woman. I, like, Griffin, Obama was I don't born like in America. Either. Wow. Griffin, I don't like him either. Yeah, yeah go to doggy style where Barrett hates black people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't black people. I, what were yeah. you? I, that's what Griffin was talking oh, about. Wow. Yeah. Enjoy the 12 inch charbroiled dog, so. Oh man, there you go. Don't worry, a Mexican will make it. So it's okay. that's fine. Multi-ethnic dog. I don't know. We'd love to have the president there. That'd you would. Cool. That'd be awesome, dude. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Hey, the, you know, he the goes Obama to the taco dog. shop down the street from us every time he's in town. Really? All the all the big politicos go to King Taco. Oh, I know King Taco. It's awesome. They have a really good outlet store. But there's yeah. a King Taco on the west side. There's right? a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh. Oh, the I yeah, it's not this one. one. But there's the original one. That's this is this is like. 
It looked like Hemoglobin. I still like the, the one. The original one's down by uh, White Hospital, something White Hospital. Oh, like Compton-y kind of area? Yeah, well, East L.A.-ish. East L- something okay. White, something, yeah. something White Hospital. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was this one, because they, they had the motorcade. was definitely came down here. The whole street was shut off. Oh, really? When Obama was in town. Not this most recent time. No. A couple times ago. Mm-hmm. You might have gone to that King Taco because he was closer. It was easier. Yeah. Or it wasn't mm-hmm. expected. And they didn't but that's, that's like the, we're having local food. It always makes me think of uh, the taco stand in Reno 911, which they thought was actually called Tacos, 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 Tacos. Yeah. Even though it was just like a promotional sign outside. Pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, what else have we uh, got to talk about? Anything? I, I think that's it. I, does football? anyone have any stuff they want to rant about? Oh, I'll rant about football. Goddamn Matt Flynn and his stupid Matt Flynn self. For the for the for the uh, listening audience out there, Mr. Uh, Mr. Judd and I are in a battle for the last playoff spot. We are in a dead heat right now. We are in a dead heat. Bar- it, Barrett is three points ahead of me in the points tie, which is the third tiebreaker. And if I lose my fantasy football game this week, and I win, then it comes down to that. So I'm rooting yeah. for Ginger Hammer in a big way. Ginger, if, if I lose or like Judd wins, Judd's in. But actually. Ginger might beat you if Ginger wins. No, you can't. I beat him in the head-to-head. Okay, so, yeah. So, I have I beat to... Ginger in the head-to-head. I beat CLB in the head-to-head. And I'm, I'm tied with you in the head-to-head. Sounds like a lot of head-beating. Uh, and I'm, I'm presently one game up okay, on Gingas, who I'm playing against in the head-to-head. But that won't matter. If I lose, he's got so many more points than me. There's, a, there's for, a lot of factors in place. Sure. But um, I have to... If there's another team that is 6-7... and seven, uh, I I beat every other six and seven team. That's every other team that could be six and seven. I have beaten, except for you, who I and I, I have want to too. Um, so it's it's you and me in yeah. points only. If uh, if I lose and you, yeah. For those that don't care about fantasy football, I don't care either. Well, I started I started two Green Bay Packers wide receivers and Nate Burleson on the Lions, and uh, Boykin and Burleson both had zero catches on the day. How did uh, Jordy Nelson do? All I know. I didn't have Jordy Nelson. I had James Jones, who had 79 yards, got me three points. All I know is if that goddamn 50-yard pass at the end of the game had been a touchdown, I'd have 20 points, and I wouldn't care. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, it was a big. My wife's a slut. It was a big weekend for my ex-boyfriends in uh, commercials that were played during the NFL games, which was kind of uncomfortable. So what you're saying is, if I want to boost my acting career, we should break up. Um, I mean... Take a roofie Seriously. and then sleep with her. Yeah. Be emphatic about this. Sure, yes, absolutely. All right. Yeah. That's it, Barrett. We're going to the strip club after this. And also, yeah. one of them is clearly still a homosexual and the other one's gotten fat. So <laughs> I feel pretty good about that. I will be fine with getting fat. Yeah, if he's got an acting career, he'd be happy to be a big gay fat man. It depends on whose dicks I got to suck, but if they're famous, sure. The you famous know ones taste better. <laughs> yeah, it's Doggy Styles Famous Cocks. That's a great name for your. Sh- for I mean, your let, let's be track. honest. They all taste good. All right. So uh, anyhow, uh, thanks for joining yeah, us. That gay one tasted like shit. <laughs> well, you've That's heard that good. joke, right? I'll give you a Richard Pryor on that. You've heard that joke, right? Oh uh, man, the the one where the, the girl comes downstairs. She, uh, she talks to her dad. She says, Dad, Dad. She wants to borrow the car. I want to borrow the car. Uh, and she's joke. like, well, if you want to uh, borrow the car, you got to suck my dick. And she's like, ew, gross. I don't want to, but I really want to borrow the car. So she sucks his dick. She's like, ew, Dad, your dick tastes like shit. He's like, oh, that's right. Your brother has the car tonight. I've heard that. Because he bangs. Oh. Banged his son in the ass, oh, full of shit right. that his dick now tastes like. Right. Oh, I thought it was because the way the brother gets the car is by rubbing shit on his dad's dick. What were that? I never I mean, understood it's, that. It's, it's open to interpretation, really. So. I'm gonna go kill myself. Very good. <sighs> right, hang on, we haven't paid the life insurance policy yet. So wait a day. 
Uh, I think it's like three business weeks. So. The, the life insurance. It's only is like on a you. grand. It's no big deal. Yeah, the life insurance yeah. is helps. I mean, think think about how far the grand can go at the strip club. At least one hand. Yeah, make it rain for at least one song. At least at least yeah. one hand. You're so calling Pacific one, Life. So. Hey, can I get paid in ones? <laughs> uh, I, t- I totally was at the strip club. This is a funny story. I was in Vegas. We we're at the Spirit Rhino, which is a. It's probably the best strip club in Vegas, I think. Although I, I uh, it depends if there's. Ton of people. Sapphire's fun because it's just huge. Anyway, we're at the spring right now, and some some black guy who thought he was a baller walked up and made it rain with like twenty bucks in ones. It might even have been ten bucks. It was not a lot of ones, but he Stop. he makes it rain. And I swear to God, the stripper in the middle of pole dancing stopped, looked at him, and was like, "Really?" <laughs> And that was, it was so great. The whole bar just erupted in laughter, dude. It was so awesome. I was not with you for that trip. Oh, no, you were not. remember that. The guy got super mad. He got thrown out. The bouncer grabbed him and threw him out. Uh, you cheap so motherfucker. But it, was just, it was just great. This, the stripper in the middle of the... She was literally like undulating on the pole. Yeah. And he throws his 10 bucks or whatever. Right. It had to be like 10 bucks. It was so small. And, and she he goes... Made it, he made it She stopped. Dead stop. Really? And the music's loud. I mean, it was so funny. I was like, I want to lap dance from her. Wow. But I, I couldn't get one because like 40 other guys said the same thing. Yeah, Serious. Oh, it was great. Honestly, the strippers who were... Okay, there's, there's two strippers that I like in the strip club. I like the stripper who was really super into it. Mm-hmm. I like a stripper who is crying. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go... Yeah, that's that's the note to end the uh, the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right, guys. Let's see about some awards. Who won the Garrison Keeler? I don't know. Barrett. 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 You're the boringest Barrett ever. No, I think four of those five were. Paula Dean. Uh, looks like. Oh, looks like the baby Griffin. Griffin. You were such a racist. racist I'm so fit. proud of you. We're, I'm, I'm going to so archive this podcast to send to whatever college you apply to later. I was nobody sexist. Pre- uh, Richard Pryor. I did not get an Andrew Dice Clay Award for that last joke. You know, well, people have got to elect. I'm not just going to write fucking scratch marks down here. You that's know? that's true. You are not judge, jury, and executioner. No. Richard no. Pryor is also Barrett, which is horrifying. Weird. The most funny and the least funny guy at the table. Yeah. That's, that's a mistake. No, no, no. No, uh, Judd, you're the funniest. Hey, I'll take it. Wow. I forgot. There was like three more points. So. Wow. Cody's still angry because I missed a couple weeks. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Sucker. All right, and uh, and the Andrew Nice Clay Award. Uh, we're all sexist pigs, so everybody gets one. Uh, Five-way tie. Jessica wins. I mean, she won. the sexist person here. <laughs> Who's first? <laughs> well done. Here it comes. Wow. Oh, that's going to hurt. No, come on. It would really sound like this. That's you hitting your fist. That's retarded. Hit me in the face. Oh, man. I'm not going to do that. You're so much bigger than me. in the face as hard as you can. Right. I've seen that movie. (laughs) And uh, like the quotes, we're ending right now. Thanks for tuning in to Three Boy News. Bye. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks, we hope. Peace be with you.